both of you are recording yes. your own audio. So when you yes. look at the quick yes, time, it's, it's going, it's yes. moving. Okay, good. There we go. Yes, a thousand times yes. All right. <laughs> Excuse me for checking things. Listen, that's what you don't pay me for. All right, here we go. <laughs> I'm on you fire are. today. You are. Fuego, fuego. We're Aye. all on fire. This is going to be a good ass episode. I can already smell it. Hello, Melissa. Hello, John. Good morning. Happy Monday. Good morning, everybody. I got to tell you, I've never seen a picture of a happier face than when Melissa and Stuart were taking the kids to camp. Like, Who? Me? I yes. know. All four of them were she, like, we get to leave each other. She was deranged happy. Like, Who? if you look there. Me? she Yes, yeah, you. you. Yeah. There was this, like, everybody else looked like they were okay, but you had a look on your face like, oh, it's almost time. It's it's like the not this is not just a smile, the look in the eyes, the glazed over yeah. <laughs> crazed look in your eyes, like they're gonna be gone. Melissa I, I and Stuart it. both looked like they were gonna have sex in the parking lot right outside the camp if they could. Stuart, they I gotta say, to Stuart just children. looked like, oh, okay, we're taking the kids. Melissa, Stuart always looks like that. Mel- He's good at faking it. Okay. Melissa had such a look. I was like, holy cow, look at that. I couldn't stop looking at the happiness in your face. It I was almost right, was like it on Instagram. I feel like I have to re-see it. Uh, here's the thing. I would only I think there's only one time that you would find a person that would look like that is when they took their Powerball tickets in the morning and they all matched up. That kind of happiness look. Am I wrong? No, but when is the music going to stop? Oh, I God. can't even I can't even hear you because of that music. Oh, really? Well, why don't you tell me that? I don't know that. You guys were on a how roll talking about it? how happy I was. Okay. And I'm I'm not gonna lie. Towards like that last week, first of all, Ethan came back and from Japan, and I just I mean I was on him like white on rice. I'm like, hi, how was your trip? I love you. I missed you so much. Oh my god, are you okay? How was it? Were you okay? And I just I mean, listen, I've got two weeks of helicopter and to get in. Yeah, in two days, right? I just I just and and he missed he missed it too. Like he missed me and it was so sweet and it was so great. And then I said, "Go play Fortnite. Like have your time." And the way Stuart needs to constantly program them, I constantly want them to have downtime because I don't I don't know. He just had two weeks in a boat. <laughs> she with does look crazed. <laughs> my in-laws. Anyway, so in that last week with Mallory I didn't even know. In that last week with Mallory, (laughs) stop it, the two of you. I I said to Mallory, go to camp already. I can't stand your face. Like, I was was the worst Mallory, ironically, has the same look. Both Mallory and Melissa look like they cannot wait to get the fuck away from each other. When I know you guys love each other so much, but, like, I also know how daughters are. And, like, Melissa and Mallory both look like, let's do this! (laughs) So much so that we got to the parking lot. We got it was raining, right? So that's like the worst way to get on the camp bus in like totally. gorillas in the mist. It was just misting the entire time. So those mm-hmm. with the Jufro, like I have, totally. were immediately mm-hmm. unhappy. Those who flat iron straight their hair, the the princesses at the bus stop, were wildly unhappy because their mm-hmm. frizz was rising as well. But it didn't matter because we were there for the most joyous occasion you can imagine. Camp drop-off. So that's just, you know, they have T-shirts. I told you, we wait 10 months for two. Well, these are our two. 
and almost two. And so they're, we get there, hi, hi, hi to all their friends. We don't really have friends at the bus stop, but we see all these parents kissing. We're like, uh, I don't need this nonsense. Get on the bus and go. So they love, love, love. I'm going to miss you. I'm like, no, you're not. You're going to have a great time. They're so excited. There's no more homesickness. There's no more stupidity. It's just moving into the I could be me without the helicopter parent thing going on. So when do I get to torture my first counselor feel? Yes. With no device. Well, they don't have devices. All they have to do is torture their first counselor. So like throw me a waiter who's one year past camper whose whose job it is to clean up all your shit. These fucking headphones are hers. You guys hear each other? (laughs) What? What the fuck? I can't hear you. You cut out and I can't get you back. I cut out? No, it's her. It's her headphones. I I don't know why we can't get her a pair of headphones with a wire. fuck? Does she not own wired headphones? She won't wear them. Dear listener, we're so sorry. I'm not getting a call because I turned it off. Maybe the batteries are dead? Batteries are dead? Hold on. Batteries are dead? Let me see if I can write (sighs) this down. I wish she knew sign language. I would sign to her. Yeah, sign to her. Please sign to her. Are your batteries dead? Are your batteries dead? (laughs) Batteries dead? (laughs) She's gone. I'm all fucked up. I don't know what's happening. I'm all fucked up. The computer's destroying itself. Because you wouldn't give a guy like me no rap. Well, I was walking down the street. I said, hello, I'm Kango from UTF. I mean, luckily, I'm still recording. Yes, because... No, it's at 70%. No. This makes excellent, excellent podcast. Luckily, we're still recording. No, something's happening with the system prefs because everything else is checked perfectly. And I I keep speech balling when I pull it up. Just give me a second. All right. So, John. The the recording is checked and perfect. The Skype is checked and perfect. My system prefs are not behaving. I don't even know what system preps are. Input should be USB, right? Oh. And output should be... I can't even select the output. I'm going to lose my shit. What the fuck? Get a pair of wired I'm headphones. I'm going to share my screen so you guys can see that I'm not losing my fucking mind. No, don't share your screen. Don't, no, Just don't do that. It. If you're talking to me and telling me not to do it, it's cool because I can't hear you. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, John. Why? <laughs> I say that to myself every time I come down here to record with you guys. Do you have that problem on the other podcast? Absolutely not because the people on the other podcast actually respect my opinion and listen to me. Do I have it backwards? Oh, wow. Like they'll wear wired headphones. So it looks like you guys happen. are singing Broadway. I can't even tell. Right. I it's- understand because you don't listen to me. That's why. Because I say wear hot wired headphones. I, I know that wire, like this wire is the, so heavy. It, I have a hard time getting my head. Yeah, it pulls me down too. Drags like my head. This <laughs> wire here, this wire. Let's see if she gets it. I'm doing charades. Uh, let's do charades. Wired headphones. Wired right, so I don't know what to do. I cannot hear anything. <laughs> Nothing. It's beach balling. Fucking hell. So we're cutting all of this. I I don't know. This is probably more entertaining than anything else. I don't know. I, I don't I wish I had a pair of earbuds. I would say get oh wait. Here we go. Earbuds? Earbuds? Maybe earbuds would work. Now we've lost our audio. <laughs> We have no audio. We can't hear you. What? 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 No <laughs> what? audio. What? Can't hear you. She doesn't sign. Nothing's happening. Very... Oh, now oh, we hear you. Stop recording. No, don't stop recording. If you can hear me, abort.
No, no abort. No. No. I'm frozen. The Skype is frozen. The QuickTime is frozen. It says my audio device failed. Connect another device. All right. So we get to the bus stop. It's raining. Wait a and minute. The, and all the kids are there. <laughs> and all the kids. Hi to everybody. Hello, everybody. How's everything? Great, great, great year. Can't wait for the summer. The kids eventually love, hug, kiss. I love you so much. Picture, picture. Get on the fucking bus. They get on the bus. And we're waiting there in the rain now, in the mist. We're waiting. Why? Buses aren't leaving. Buses aren't leaving. Buses aren't leaving. And we're like, look, I know my kids are fine. Is that the uh-huh. mist? Okay. No, it's me. Go ahead. Okay. So I, I know that they're they're good to go. And I said to Stuart, can we leave before the buses? Like, can we can <laughs> we go? Gauche if we just drop them and run away? That's or my question. Is that, is that bad? You said gauche. But yes, that is exactly it my did. question. But I, lo- I looked behind the buses and there was like an 11-year-old boy who was hysterical crying and didn't want to go. Oh, I hate that. So that's the reason the bus is left late. But I thought... Oh, that's so sad. Get your fucking ass on the bus. I am out of here. Let's go, kid. But we didn't. We felt bad. We tried to look away. But, you know, you're drawn to that, uh, like from that face. What do you do? Even as a parent, when you when your kid leaves that upset, like you're you're not okay until you hear from the camp that dried tears, eating a blow pop, walking his way through camp. Like, I, I don't know if it was his first year at 11 or it was like he was an older kid to be crying like that no he wasn't not if he didn't have a good time last year well is that something we could have worked out before we got to the bus and it was 20 minutes late to leave 30 minutes late to leave well when i didn't have a good time my parents said tough shit we're going to club med bye so they finally leave they get the kid on the bus and Stuart and i jump in the car and head to margate to visit his brother and sister-in-law at the beach I hate the beach. I know you love the beach. What? I know you love the beach, but... I, what the hell's wrong with you? To sit in a circle of sweaty 50-somethings and just talk about... I just... It's not for me. It's just not for me. That's not what I like about the beach, but okay. It's just not for me. <laughs> it's, I mean, and their friends. Their friends are so lovely and they're so nice. And I would love to go out to dinner with all of them. Stuart's brother has a really lovely group of friends just sitting there sweating in a tar and feathering of your sweat and the sand is just not for me. It's not for me. And I know that. So when we were driving down there, my sister-in-law jokes that I did a rain dance so that I wouldn't have to go to the beach because what do you do if you're at the beach? In I would a house? be suspicious of you if it were me. But what do you, but what do you do? What are the things you do when you go to the beach for the weekend and it rains? You go to the bar. No. What do you mean no? That's what we used I to do. I've never done that in my life. Um, Are you I go kidding to the movies, me? I go shopping at outlets. I play cards in the house. Cards. John's kind of right. Cards, drinking, um, a puzzle, uh, cards in the house. That you know, that's my wheelhouse. Cards in the house. That's. I've only drank at the beach one time, but I mean, most of my beach experiences have been with my parents, and I wasn't old enough to drink. No, so. that's we mean in the rain, not at the beach, but instead of the beach. Yeah, we would go to the movies. Some of the drunkest I've ever been are rainy Mm -hmm. days at the beach. You start drinking Mm -hmm. around one ish, and you say ten. Drink until you don't. You drink until you can't drink no more, and then you go home, and then usually take a nap. And if you wake up, you usually go back out and drink some more. Yeah, so some of the drunkest I've ever been 
we used to go to a place in Avalon called uh, Jack's. And Jack, and whenever it rained, we we had to get there early because you couldn't get a seat. It would be it would be packed with people, and they would have the they would bring a DJ in, rainy day DJ, and the music would be going. And you know it's all dark in there, so you think it's nighttime, and you're in your element, and just you just drank all day. And I don't, you know, I'm not a day drinker, but my goodness, rainy days. And by the, the time you come out, it's like four thirty. No, by the time you come out, it's you still have the whole night ahead of you for cards and. Hooking up. I throwing mean, up. What? Oh, throwing up. That's a different <laughs> up. Okay. And then it was that boot and rally because then you have the whole night ahead of you. Well, I never, I was never a boot and rally. Once, once that happened, it was pretty much I was done for the night and probably the next day. Uh, John's a boot and scoot kind of guy. Yeah. I'm a boot and scoot, not a boot and rally. Mm-hmm. All right. That's good to know. That's good to know the next time I sit next to you at a open mic night and you're well, Six I, or seven Jack and Cokes into the night. <laughs> I know. If you disappear, that's it. I would need like 15 or 20 Jack and Cokes before I got to that stage. Bullshit. I just, I just wrote that down. Okay, we're good. Now I know. <laughs> that's yeah. in my notes on my iPhone. That um, is not true. But my all. sister-in-law wasn't wrong. I was hoping that the clouds that were overhead would hang out. You know, that would be great. So when we left on Sunday... After staying over, having a lovely, like we had a really, we always have a good time with them and their friends. Um, we came home and as we're going over the bridge, leaving Margate, guess what came right out and was shining like Mr. Sun, Sun. Yeah, it was crazy that when we left, it just lit up. I said, that's great. I'm a big storm cloud. <laughs> everywhere I go, I bring it with me. Not everywhere, but a lot of places. <laughs> Sorry. I'd rather go to the pool than the beach because... Uh, here's the problem with the beach, the sand. If you could pave it or put a deck there or something like that. Pave it? Yes. <laughs> Concrete the beach so where there's not so much sand, then I would be, I would like it. So just so... Park, parking lot right up to water. That's what you want? Parking yeah. lot right up to water? Exactly, yeah. So I'm not sure because I haven't taken Isaac to the beach in kind of a while, but I'm going to go and guess that he would be a lot busier at the beach than he is at the pool because he can't quite swim yet. He kind of walks around the pool and plays with toys and plays with other kids and he gets bored but he doesn't want to leave whereas like i think on the beach he would like dig for shit and build shit i'm hoping that's what's going to happen because we go to the pool every weekend and every weekend i have to say the same thing which is don't splash babies which he usually gets pretty close like close to the beginning and then stop talking to her she's not interested in what you're saying and then it's don't climb on other people's daddies. That's the one that I have to kind of like yeah. put my foot down about. And and most of the dads are like, it's okay. He's fine. Or the moms are like, don't. And I'm like, really? He, it's not though. Like he, I appreciate that you're saying that, but I know you're not here to, I mean, he just goes up to any dad is like free, free admission, I think. And so when we came home yesterday, I was like, we have a problem, Scott. And he was like, what? And I'm like, he's, he's looking for a replacement with any dad to play with at the pool. And I mean, it's not like I'm not fun, but you know, I'm me and dads like pick you up and give you. And I do all that stuff, too. But it's also cold water. And I don't necessarily want to do that. So he was like, all right, I got to get a bathing suit. I'll start coming. But like, it's embarrassing. It's starting to be humiliating. Oh, I get that. I get that. He's looking for a dad replacement. Isaac's looking for his dad. I know. It's kind of sad. Like, he does play with moms, too. In fact, one of the things he does is, like, takes one of the squirty toys and squirts them right in the 
stomach slash boobs area because he thinks it's hilarious. But yeah, he's getting a little out of control at the pool. I'm assuming at the beach he would just be digging and getting sandy and going in. I don't know. Or taking off or heading for the water. I mean, well, I'm she... cool. The water's fun for me, though. I like the beach water better because it's waves and waves and waves. And there's nothing to really... I don't have to stand there and watch him assault other people. Well, see, when I... Uh, my guess my Megan was probably what Isaac's age is right now. And I had my, my oldest daughter. She was mm, 10 or so. And... We were in there and she had her and she was had her on her shoulders and she was out. And I said, don't take her out there because if a big wave comes and hits you, you know, we won't find her. Gonna, right. <laughs> and they're like, right. you know, and so she's like, oh, I'll be fine. Just like it's what a 10 year old kid does. And what I do is I'm the I'm the uh, last line of defense. I'm, well, I'm like a helicopter parent at this point because I'm out mm-hmm. further. So anything happens, I can get to any kid. So she's out there and I'm mm-hmm. like, go in, go in. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. A big wave hits them. Down she goes. Down goes Megan. I don't see anything. I see a hand, a foot. Oh, my it's God. It's all, right? So I'm, and now a, the wave's right. coming back out. So I know the water's, the water's dragging the kid back out. So I'm like, so I get in front of her, and it's like all of a sudden I saw a foot, and I reach down. Like I just put my hand down in the water. I grabbed You're her by the- You were fishing like a bear. Yeah, like a bear. And I grabbed her by the foot, and I lifted her up upside down out of the water. And I held her up, and I grabbed her, and I hugged her. And I'm telling you what, if I could have, I would have killed my oldest daughter. Yeah. I said, get up on that beach, sit on that blanket, and don't talk to me. (laughs) Yeah. That poor baby. Oh, my God. That poor baby. I would have killed her myself. I totally agree. Yeah, my wife was on her way out, but, you know, we were, you know, she was out. You know how far, how hard, and how fast it takes you to get out to them. Thank God I was smart enough to be the last, you know, to be the furthest one out. Yeah. Jeez. So yeah. yeah, I almost drowned when I was at age ten. I almost drowned. Right. So in the it, beach. So I, I would worry. I see. I would be. I wouldn't take Isaac to the beach right now. I wouldn't do it. Well, I'm not taking him in. I don't take. I wouldn't take him in the waves. He would be at the, at the surf. Just his toes. Just his toes getting wet and curling under the wet sand as it came in and screaming when it was cold and then running yeah. back out to the sand. Yeah. But no, he should not be going in there unless. No. You are holding his hands and you're walking feet, no, feet even then. together. No, because even when wave jumping, I know it crashes on your head. I'd have to be like this just to get oh, him no, not no, to not drown. Oh, no, not that far. Not that no, far. No, yeah, I'm not taking him out. But just far enough where he can like dig in the water and let it touch his toes, like you said. Does, does Isaac have any concept that anything is dangerous, like stranger danger or undertow? Like, is there any... Any sign to him that any there's danger anywhere or is the world just a fucking playground to him and he's the happiest go lucky child that has ever lived? As much as we try to frighten him, he refuses to believe it. So like I can't even tell you how many times I've told him not to jump on the couch as high as humanly possible because he's going to break his head or fall down. And he has even fallen down. It does not deter him. Similarly, I I mean, rather than scare him about other parents, sorry, about other parents, I just say other dads aren't here to play with you and you don't have you're not welcome or invited to just go play with whoever you want. They're here to play with their kids, not you. 
I said the same thing to my dogs this morning at the park. We were walking around and they're like, who's that person? Who's that person? I'm like, they are not here for you. Let's go. Let's keep it's going. so irritating. So yeah, I mean, I haven't said they're going to take a little boy because the chances of that happening at the J are slim. He's also too young to be really scared in that way. That's just mean. But, but he but, should be scared of like cars in the road and he doesn't care. I mean, he cares enough not to leave our driveway, but not enough to like... He likes to run through a parking lot towards the sidewalk because he thinks that's the safest thing to do besides hold my hand. Have you thought about setting the expectation? Have you thought about from last week when we talked about, here's what I expect of you when we get out of this car. Here's what I need you to do. Once you've done what I need you to do, you can play in the pool. But until that happens, it's this first, this second. This yes, first, but this he second. has another delightful quality, which is I like to do the opposite of what you tell me. Okay, well, then so you for can example, that's okay. We can do that. For in the example, house. if he picks something up and I say don't throw it, he laughs and then goes. Whoosh. If I would have said nothing, he, he would not have done. He it. He gave him well, the idea. I, yeah, that's what I used Sometimes. to steward about. I'm like, why would you even say that? Of course, he wasn't going to throw it until you. Like that's those were yeah, our arguments. That's when they were some little. of it. So if I say don't talk to other dads, he'll go <laughs> and then walk off. Oh, my God. He's so your fucking kid. Oh, my yeah. God. You so are annoying. so screwed. So there is this comedian who does. I saw it on Facebook and it's an older guy. And he's sitting there. He says, you know, when we were kids, we played with guns and knives and fireworks. <laughs> and the dumb kids, they didn't make it. They didn't make it. Great. Yeah. Thanks. So what I'm saying is, you know, like I, you know, he's going to learn. So what you're saying is let him get kidnapped or run over by a car. No, no. Can't wait for that to happen. No, I'm Saying is that he now you know I think what happens is parents put kids into situations that they're not ready for and expect them to act older than they do. I don't know. It's it's a tough situation. I don't see other kids doing this. It's just my kid, and I think it's because they call him the mayor at school. He talks to strangers, and people praise him and think it's hilarious that he does it. But like, and it's also kind of cute when he's in a grocery cart. It's kind of cute when we're checking out. It's kind of cute at the drive-through. It's not cute if I'm standing right there and he goes up to like play with another mom's toys that are in her lap with another baby. Like, it drives me crazy. So you're right. I can say to him, "Don't talk to other adults when we get there, or you're going to go home." That's what happened last time. Right. We did go home because he wouldn't stop doing it um and he got upset but i don't know he didn't argue as much as he would have stop jumping on other dad's backs for piggyback rides wasn't that was what it was i think yes that was the climbed final him like thing. a tree climbed him like a tree yeah i mean yeah but the but the but the message before that was stop talking to adults you don't know i grabbed him by the forearm like this and i said if you if i see you even speak to another adult you don't know we are leaving. And he said, okay, I promise. As soon as I let go, he went for a dad and I yanked him out of the water and I was like, we need to go. I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen. I'm like, no. Nope, and next time, maybe you listen. will. Next but time, this you, time will. you didn't. This time, nope. you didn't. And, and guess left. what? Now we have so to I go. So I think home. if I reiterate when we get out of the car next time, it will probably help. But it's still embarrassing. Right. Yeah. So, well, you know, the thing about it is, it's like, I, I and I, it's horrible, but I think if you did this, like every time he didn't listen to you, you pack him up, he would, that would, then he would say, hey, because he's, he's a very intelligent kid. He would well, say, Well, a lot of times I say, hey. do you need to go home? And he says, no. I said, then you're going to stop. And he stops for, you know, like 15 minutes and then right. he's back to it. It right. does work. I know. So I'm just saying, you know, if you say, listen, if you do this, this, and this, we're going home. And then you catch him doing it. You just pack up your stuff. Yeah. Just grab him, take him home. And he's like, nah, nah. Mm -hmm. hey, listen, you knew the rules. You broke them. Now we're going home. Yeah. You do that yeah. two times. And guess what? 
It'll stop. Ask yeah. John about the crayons on the wall. Once he took those crayons away, no more Picasso. Well, oh my there's a caveat to that story that I didn't tell last time. I forgot about Which it. Which is? So Which is? What happened was I took the crayons away, and then I come home one day, and there was another mur- mural on the wall, but it wasn't in crayons. Oh, fuck. It, it was in Sharpie. It was in poo. <gasps> he took his diaper Shut off. Shut the fuck up. And he worked on a wall like Picasso. And I was like, touche, kid, touche. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I got to tell you, I've always wondered about the kids that I've known through teaching, childcare, whatever, that have used their feces in any way other than to fill a diaper. I always wonder, like, what is going through your head that it's okay for you to not only go retrieve it from wherever it is, your but your diaper, the toilet, and then, first of all, touching it makes me want to leave you somewhere and never bring you home again. And it's Mm -hmm. one of those, who knows we have him. Because I can't boil you on the spot. Because I cannot, exactly. Um, Well, there was a lady lady up in Tim Hortons, which is like a Dunkin' Donuts around here, and she got so mad at the people in the store that she dropped her pants, squatted, pooed, and then picked it up and threw it like a chimpanzee. We Wait, talked about that, that yeah. here. That but was we, Panera, I wasn't, sure. wasn't it? No, it was at, at there at that Tim Hortons. It was place. at the Tim Hortons, ah, and you know they had to go. They, they had, and then she she walked out of the store. I don't even know if they ever caught her. I don't know what the story. I don't know the backstory after that. But I'm thinking to myself, listen, I've been really, really upset at some things that happened in a restaurant that's, or whatever. But that's mental illness. That's next level mental illness. You don't just take a shit in the front of not the as waiting. An adult. Not as right. a grown up. Not a, that's a I don't even think as a kid. I, I don't have I've not had a a poo throwing child. Um I did have an ins- I did last week he did decide for kicks he was just not going to aim into the toilet. And well, that's a boy thing. They're crazy. So he decided to aim for the wall and everything around the toilet. And then when Scott came in and was like, Isaac, what? And he couldn't even get the word out because Isaac was like, ah, I'm sorry. <laughs> he knew it was wrong. But like he just, I guess, got caught up in the moment. I don't know. It's like holding yeah. a hose. You can't use the hose yeah. just on the yeah. car. So you we got to try it out. like you have to aim. You can't do this again. And he every time he goes now, he's like, I'm aiming. Look, I'm aiming. But yesterday he went to wipe himself. Oh boy! After he went number two, and then all of a sudden I hear, "Mom, mom!" So I run in, and like there's not that much of a mess, but I can see a tiny little piece of poo next to him on the wall. I got which it. I think means he got, went got it on his he got it on his hand and then wiped it on no, the wall. No, no, it wasn't smeared. I think he wiped and it flew onto the wall. Wow, that's some power wiping. It was like maybe it was a little looser than he normally goes. This is so disgusting. But yeah, and then he got upset because it flung itself into the air. And I think that grossed him out. He does not like to touch poo. He's not. <laughs> Who does? <laughs> Who um, does? There are children that put their hand in their diaper and, and smear it around. But I've not had one of those children ever. I have. Yeah. Ugh. So. Mm-hmm. Horrible. That's horrible. <laughs> I can't. I can't with the poo. I can't with the poo. Yes. I can with the eye boogie. I can't with the poo. Uh, the eye boogie is just as bad. So terrible. Honestly, not, it is. It is not. Hey, you know what happened to me yesterday, which was amazing? No, it, wasn't, it was actually, well, it was a couple days ago. But it doesn't matter in a podcast. 
So I go in the morning, I go to get breakfast at a, you know, my favorite Dunkin' Donuts. And I always have like a standard order. I always get a coffee and a nice tea because I bring it down here with me. So I have to go back and forth and stuff like that. And I get sausage. Right. Exactly. So I go there and I go off to pay. And the the lady says, "Uh, the person in front of you paid for you. I'm like, what? What does that mean? So they're like, yeah. And that kind of put me in a good mood because I'm like, that's a lot of money. Like, that's not like just a $2 coffee. That was a that was an over $10 little thing that she did. So Aww. I said, I'm like, wow. So then I felt bad. You know, I felt, so I said, okay, well, what's the guy behind me? And she go, he goes, well, his order is $6. I go, well, here, pay for his. <laughs> so I paid for his. And then cool. I reached up and I, because I have like money in my visor and stuff like that. I reached up and all I had was a $10 bill. And I was like, okay, well, here, here's. Here's $10 for you. Here, everybody. Oh, look at this. So, And that made your day. Didn't that make your day? That's the pay it forward. Do something unexpectedly beautiful and nice for someone else. Right. So then I had my son here for the day because he was out of school and I was watching him. And he's like, Dad, can we go to Arby's? I'm like, ugh. So we go to Arby's. Same thing. We pull up. We make an order. And we're sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. I'm like, I shut my truck off. I'm like, what is going on here? So we pull up. And the manager says, I'm sorry, but the lady, two cars in front of you, uh, I told her to move up and we bring her chicken and she refused to move. She sat there at the window oh and God, made everybody else. Bitch. And I said, boy, you should have told me that because I'd have put the bumper of my truck on the back of her car and I'd have pushed her across the street. What, what would, you know, there are spots up ahead where yeah. you pull up because your food's not right. Why? What was her problem? She just didn't think she would get it. She didn't want to. She's an asshole. I, That's what a problem is. Who does so, that? Y- so does that counterbalance the beautiful act that yeah, happened for you at did. Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, it was. It was like, oh, here's something really nice. Oh, people are still assholes. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, look how lovely people could be. Oh, oh look how shitty people right. could be. Mm. Never oh. mind. Never All mind. All in one shot. All in one shot. Yeah, I have faith in humanity again. What a nice gesture. I, I want to do that for somebody else. And then the next thing you know, at lunchtime, I want to put my bumper of my truck on the back of this lady's car and push her across the street. <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Why do people have to be? I mean, well, you know what the problem is now? Here's the problem. Everything, everything. We no longer live in a polite society. That's our problem. We no longer live in a polite society. No one teaches yep. manners. I shouldn't say no one. A lot of people don't teach manners anymore. Uh, you know, it's just not the same. And I don't know how to fix that. And what is Mallory- that new screen? Mallory told me that she wants to move to a south- to a town where everybody knows everybody else. Mm-hmm. She, wants she to didn't move. grow up like that. That's why I did. It's hell. Really? Yep. Because hell. everybody's up in your BI business. Mm-hmm. Everybody's I heard- judging. Everybody's asking. Everybody knows everything that's going on with everybody. God forbid you pee your pants or sneeze in somebody's wrong direction. They'll talk about you for years. You can never she get likes, past it. She likes the idea of small town life. And to me, that means. I do too. To me, that means she's going to look into a college someday mm-hmm. in the next three years that, um, that gives her that small town feel. And I'm terrified that Delaware is that college that has that small town feel. It doesn't really. Well, wait it's a minute. Why would you, you, won't not, you wouldn't want her to go to where you went to school? I want her to do her own thing. I want her to, I would love it if she'd Felicity and go to NYU and she would what get to know the city. What is her own thing? Delaware. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I thought Delaware I was mean, a great school. I thought Delaware was it a is. great school because it's it's all it's a college town. It's, it is a great school. Yeah, it's and a it great a area. Co- it's a beautiful college town. It's not really that small town of a feel the way that I grew up, but it's good. I mean, the thing with small towns is that like 
you walk into the diner, you know the owner, you walk into the shoe. I mean, part of it is good and some of it is beautiful. But if you're a kid, it's not that much fun because there's nothing to do. It's only good when you're an adult, I think. Yeah, I think that's what she was thinking about. She's pleased. She, they've had my children have had a charmed, charmed life. They, I think, they appreciate some of that. But now oh, they no. are gone for seven weeks. I know. Let's never talk about them again. Okay. <laughs> seven <laughs> Let's weeks. not discuss them until September, shall we? Tuesday night, we go to a concert. We're going to see the Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, Ooh. I saw them at the Stone Balloon last time. So did, so did I. Yeah. I wonder if we were there together. Um, I don't they, remember. I've, I've no seen them of it. a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of times. Where are they um, at? Where are they're they? at the, ma- the uh, man. Oh, okay. God, I haven't oh, heard about the man, the man in forever. Baltimore. Yeah. No, right up here in PA. Yeah, I know where it's at. Last Um, time I went to the man, I saw Kansas. (laughs) I saw Journey. I think they toured together. I think both of those guys just toured together last week. Journey and Peter Frampton is who I saw last time at the man. That was like 15 years ago at least. Oh, more than that. Had to be at least 20. No, I mean, it wasn't the original Journey. Oh, it was like a retour of Journey. But yeah. So while at the man tomorrow night, um, Mm -hmm. they have food trucks. Oh, about which I'm super excited because uh, they're food trucks. <laughs> Say no more. But one of the food trucks is a tater tot food truck where they will slather perfectly cooked and hopefully burned tater tots with cheese and bacon and truffle oil and all the best. I'm drooling. All the I best things. I just threw up a little in my mouth. Ugh, that sounds oh, terrible. my God. Does it... Re- Potatoes sound terrible to you? No, but tater tots are already so fucking greasy, and then you just put bacon and cheese on them. Like, I like this with French fries, like steak fries that aren't greasy, but not a tater tot. No. Tater tots, Mm -hmm. these tater tots are not greasy. They are amazing. They are air fried. They're amazing. So, I have been really good. We're looking at almost nine weeks of no sugar, Mm -hmm. and except for things that have sauces and whatever, but I've decided that when I completely lose my mind and have two days to sit by a toilet, because you know, after you do this to your body and then go back to sugar, it's not going to be pretty. Mm. I'm going to eat an entire box of Fruit Loops. I'm going <laughs> to sit down and eat an entire Probably. box of Fruit Loops. Don't, and then get- you're going to feel like crap when you do that, just so you know. Yeah, I, I, I have experience in this. In this area, don't do it. Just take a the- couple bites and be satiated with a cup. Don't eat the whole thing. Right. Who could be satiated? I mean, I'm pouring the milk right into the box and I'm eating Why? the whole box. No, of you're going to be so nauseous. But just isn't that weird it. that that's what no. I would choose? Isn't first, that weird? Well, it's just sh- time- almost the sugariest cereal you can <laughs> yes. think of. The first time I did a sugar cleanse, it was like two weeks of sucking down vitamins and charcoal and candida and all this shit to clear out my system. And the end of the two weeks, there was uh, a birthday party for one of my children. I don't remember who. It was pizza and they were chips. And I was like, it's fine. I'm just going to avoid it. I had one bite of pizza and all of a sudden I was gnawing my way halfway through the barbecue chips before I looked up. And I had eaten the entire bag and five slices of pizza by myself. All right. So can I make a confession? So sick. What? Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Since the chocolate cheesecake, I've had horrific times of yeah. getting off carbs and sugar again. Almost yeah, like it's so crazy, hard. crazy. So today is like the first day where I refused. I refu- I'm, I'm, so this is how weird it is. I'm doing it a day at a time, a meal at a time. And I'm back to that again. And I'm Good. hopefully in two weeks, it'll, you know, in two weeks I can get out of this. But for the past... Ever so how long? It's three weeks now, maybe a month. Mm. You know, I've been fighting this, and uh, it's crazy. I mean, it's 
it's crazy. And I sound so silly saying that, but no, it's been a, no, it's been a struggle. It's definitely an addiction. Hard. It's definitely an addiction. We were at the beach and Stuart went out and got bagels for everybody for breakfast yesterday before we left. Stuart's not eating bagels. I'm not eating bagels. And they're the ones that... All oh, the beach bagels are yeah, and they're light. They're not the like York. burnt, overcooked, and there it was. There was an onion bagel in there, and you could see it right, squished down as she you. cut it. And the te- like, I just Stuart's like, just lick it and put it back. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm the one who said that. Maybe it was Stuart. <laughs> Can I just mm-hmm. lick it and put it back? And then I dove face first into this pile of egg salad because that's all I right. could eat. No, so, I, I hear what you're saying, and I, you know, but it's just it's really so weird. So hard. Yeah. So when you go to do, I mean. Okay, so do you think you really want to do a full box of Fruit Loops? Well, what I'm saying is maybe you should try doing some of this stuff before you go, because what if you go and you eat this and all of a sudden your body rejects it and you need to evacuate and you're in a... Oh, I will. In London. Oh, what? I'm going to London this summer. When are you going to the concert? Oh, 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 that's the, Tuesday, right? That's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's the concert. Yeah, I but would, no, I, maybe, I won't do it before that. Oh, you're saying don't eat the tater right, tots if, while right, I'm there? Right, because if you're there and all of a sudden, you know, what do we do? Where do you go? Yeah, that would suck a lot. I have spent, um, I think it was the Steve Miller band that I spent most of that concert in a shitter. And I'm like, oh, this is my favorite. <laughs> I would <laughs> spend most of my time in a in a. If I was at a, a Steve Miller concert, I would f- probably spend most of my time in the shitter because of the music. But hmm. shame on you! Shame on you! How dare you! <laughs> my God! How dare Ugh. you! Um, so I, I'm not saying I'm doing it today or tomorrow, but I'm saying that. Oh well, I guess the tater tots are. I would just be careful. I, I have to ease it back in, right? Or, yeah, I can't yeah, just eat I the would, whole box of. I wouldn't. One little bite at a time, dude. Well, what happened to you after you ate five pieces of pizza, a piece of cake? barbecue whatever like wh- the rest of the night this is your kids party what happened to you after that after My your cleanse party? after your cleanse and you ate five pieces of pizza and barbecue and chips. chips i and... was right back on carbs and i gained all the weight back that i lost you didn't did get you get sick? violently ill i don't remember yeah probably i had the shits for four days if i had to remember i mean i don't remember specifically but i do remember that i had been feeling really good up until that point i had been feeling really like lighter, I don't. I mean, I only lost like probably fifteen pounds in two weeks, which is significant. That's amazing. That's amazing. But the carbs ruined it. It ruined it. Ruined it. You can't even have one bite. I was ruined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> it was sad. So. And same thing when I was done with um. As soon as I had Isaac after having gestational diabetes and being off sugar for six months, I had a Coca Cola and it was ruined. And I've not stopped. I mean, I stopped because I don't drink Coca Cola now. But like, you know, it's three years of it. So it really is the worst addiction because nobody's having a telethon for you and saying sugar will really ruin your life when it really does. Well, you know, I don't think sugar ruins your life. Not like other things can ruin your life. I've seen other addictions that ruin people's. I I mean, I, I have friends that are in jail right now because, you know, certain things ruin their lives. I, you know, sugar just makes you, I mean, it can, I'm not going to lie but nothing to that extent. So it's a, a mini ruin. Or I don't know. I feel I feel really weird saying that something like that is a, an issue. I just kind of, I feel like whiny and like a baby. I don't know. That's my point of it's view. It's so hard to physically walk away from that bowl of fucking bagels and not know that if you put it in your mouth, 
it would be joy. Like it's joy. So we went out to dinner last night, shocker, and three of us are not eating. Two of them are on keto. I'm on stupid. And this other guy ate anything he wanted to eat. And he said, uh, it's going to be difficult. I'll just order off the menu and they're going to be a pain in the ass. And he was kind of right. I mean, we're, I got a salad. I didn't take anything off of it. I, everything was fine, but I don't want to eat a salad all the time. You don't no. have to. You don't have there's to. No, there's no joy in food for me anymore. And I, I want my joy back. I want so a slice again, of pizza. So again, I'm going to ask the question. What has it done for you? You've been off the sugar no, all this time. How, that how much wasn't my done? question. My question is, um, you can either want to eat better or have body acceptance, but apparently you cannot have both because if you want to eat better, then that automatically puts you in the I don't like myself and I don't like my body category. But if you like yourself and you like your body, then you just eat what you want and you don't care about these things that we're talking about, if you have a sugar you, addiction. I think you can have both. I think you can How? do both. Yeah, I'd like to get to that, I don't care about my body. <laughs> I'd like no, to get to that No, not you don't point. care about your body, but just that you love it, regardless of whether it's not it's going through a fluffy or a skinny phase. I mean, have you, how I much, cannot seem how to much weight have you lost, Melissa, since you've been on this thing for... Ever? Um, I yeah, ever. fluctuate between 7 and 10 pounds that I'm holding steady. Okay. I I don't know. Is it? I mean, is it really worth it? No, no. I think I think said. I'm deciding here and now. No, it's not because I still feel because you're miserable, right? Because you're not mentally happy. Congratulations! Want, yeah. Here's a bagel. Oh, where, where? I'll take it. <laughs> Look at her I'll drooling take. over my shitty ass frozen pizza. I'll like take it's it. the best I'll thing ever it. created. It's yeah. not as we well, all. You know. also brought back some of my childhood because we used to get those pizza boats are the best French bread pizza from the freezer and put it in there. And yes, when you took a, it, immediately burned the top of your mouth immediately. That's the first thing it did because it looked so good you couldn't wait to eat it. So True. instead of waiting for it to cool off a little, it's perfectly brown on top, and you bite into this French bread pizza <laughs> and right. you scream, you scream. Because it's it totally took off the top layer of skin, yep. which like Captain Crunch, you now have two days to deal with the scratchy top of your mouth. <laughs> That's right. But I'm right. feeling that right. it's all so visceral for me watching you eat that. And when you pulled True. it off and the cheese landed on your chin and it was scalding hot Ouch. and you screamed, I tasted that too. Oh, <laughs> I love that you're having these journeys with me. It's not weird at all. I do. <laughs> it is not. It is it's not. not weird um, at all. Do you want to? Do you want to give us a people you hate? Do you have a people you hate? I mean, I'm still on the same people I hated before. Well, my peop- the people I hate are the people that think that they can go to a drive through and because their order's not ready, they were told to pull up, and because they could care less about anybody else in the world, it's all about them. They decide to park there and not move because they're assholes. Mm-hmm. They, there's those people, there's a certain place in hell for those people. There is no reason. That is the most discourteous thing that a person could do. I can't think of a reason why they w- that Not that would one. be okay. And I do sit here and try to think of, well, maybe something's going on in their life that they need. This has to fuck the people behind. Like, I can't think of anything other than total disrespect for other people's time, job, life. There's just no reason for it. I can't. Mm. If you can, I'm open, but that's no, I can't either, dear listener. If you can think of one reason that that besides fuck the people behind me, I'd love to hear it. I mean, it's possible she's been through the drive-thru so many times and been waiting for her food. I don't know. Maybe she just that day, she decided she wasn't going to put up with shit. Listen, I want to know. 
I just want to know in general why people feel like they have to be assholes. I'm usually a person that thinks like, oh, they must be having a rough day, a rough week, a rough life, and they don't know how to cope. They have no coping skills. Like, I've come to find out that people are assholes for all kinds of different reasons, but I will never understand why, even if there are is a reason that they can give me, it's never good enough for me. Like it's never enough for me to be like, oh, that's why you're I an can asshole. understand. I would do that too. Never like, do you feel? Even if somebody had the shit beat out of them as a kid, like you would think it would make you even more prone to not be a dick because you know what it's like when someone's a dick to you. What if your people I hate was the person who jumps a light and turns left in front of people? At a at a red light before it's even green, jumps it and turns in front of oncoming care. traffic. I don't even care. And Do I you? was that person three weeks ago picking my kids up from school, and I needed the shitter so badly. That's I jumped not that light. I the but same the, what as if, sitting in front of a drive through just to be a dick. Like she was just doing it right. to be an asshole. There's no other good reason. Yeah, I agree. There's no other good reason. Well, so like my person this week is the same person who was a dick to me last week when I was trying to help them. This week, she's done some mildly annoying things. First of all, she keeps asking my husband if um, her daughter can see my son because her daughter really wants to see him and her daughter really misses him. When first of all, she knows damn well that my husband doesn't make any plans for this family ever and basically has his head up his ass so far that he can't even see the son. So... I don't know why she's asking him. And then also, like, we had this huge family party bar mitzvah. She didn't say two words to me except, is that butter next to you? That's the whole thing she said to me for four hours. We were sitting at the same table. And then the next day, of course, it's, can my daughter see your son before she goes to camp? Can my daughter do this before, before? And it's like, you know what? Here's what I want to say. Now I'm being a dick on purpose because it's contagious, right? (laughs) So I'm like, first I say to Scott, it's fine. You're just going to have to manage to plan it without me because if she's not going to ask me, I'm not going to be involved because now he's like, well, what day and can she? And I'm like, I'm not going to be involved. I'm not going to be here if she wants to pick her up from here. Not by me. If she wants to drop him off, you better be here. I'm not engaging. If she doesn't want to engage with me, that's fine. Now I'm turning into an asshole. And the second thing was, oh, you know what you should say, Scott? Now I'm being devious. I'm like, if her daughter wants to see him so badly, she can drop her daughter off and I'll have dinner with her. There you go. And he was like, why are you making this difficult? I was like, am I? (laughs) Am I making it difficult? Oh, am I? When meanwhile, she, he went to therapy and, and discovered that this person is a raging narcissist. And if you've ever looked up how to deal with a narcissist, the answer is you don't. You lick their ass and then run. That's all you can do. You don't tell them about themselves. You don't teach them a lesson. You definitely don't try to change them. You just compliment them, give them what they want, and run like hell and keep them away from you. So that's what I've been doing. I've just been keeping her away from me. But like, it's hard. It's very hard when the person's related to you and has been codependent with you and your spouse for 25, 30 years. So good luck with that. <sighs> yeah, so as much, so today as, much as narcissism is a huge problem. There's you're right. There's no way that you could feed that bear enough. There's no way you could even deal with it. And as much as I do love this story, it is not perfect for the category of Mm -mm. people I hate. 
Um, Can I just but, hate narcissists in general? Yes, that's perfect. That's perfect. Oh, I have more, actually. Well, we'll, we'll just, we'll, let's figure it out if you do or not. Let's see. Let's find out. Yeah, we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> Did I say this person last time? So now I hate someone who had a death of a close friend and decided to use that. It's sort of on the same tip, right? This person had a death in the family and then used it to not only tell us about, I thought we were going to be able to catch up later, but then this person died. So you should cherish your loved ones. And that's every, like your old one. That's the Facebook every one moment to tell you you have with to, them, which is the same as like, you no, know, the other one was how to treat your spouse because he's getting divorced. This one is cherish your loved ones because my friend died. Yeah, but last time you Fuck said there's you. a person who told you to when to hug your kids tighter or when to, yeah, people who are telling you how to live your life. And you said, maybe I'll hug him later when I'm not angry at him for climbing the other person at the pool. Don't tell me when I love my kid. I'll tell you when I'm going to love my kid. But this is even like cherish your friendships and like, why do people assume that because you've learned a lesson that we all need, I mean, to hear it. It just, it just makes me, but I don't know. Am I guilty? of? I might even be guilty of this sometimes. Although I try not to make it be like, cherish the people you love and hug your little ones tight. That's actually my, my least, I mean, we did talk about this last time. That is my least favorite one. Hug your little ones tight. No, like go fuck yourself. I know just because there's little ones screaming because they can't be with their parents. I know that. I know. You are still, and you are still cleaning piss and shit off the wall. Don't tell, don't let me read that when I'm cleaning poop and pee all over the bathroom. You're I just crazy. feel like who the fuck do these people think there are? Like you can have death and be sad without having to boss the rest of us around. I've never once told people to hug their little ones or cherish the moments they have with people because my daughter's dead. I have never once said that. Never. Never, never. Okay, maybe once. Just never. never. No, I have not. <laughs> have I? No. No. Don't tell me that because I'm gonna now I'm gonna have to look back and see. No, I'm messing with you. No, I'm messing. I don't but think that I is have. that is obnoxious. a people I hate. Okay, yeah. what about you, Melissa? Do you have a people I hate? Yes. Let's move on. I, I have several, but today I'll give you I love um, Melissa's ones. When you're walking and you're going somewhere, and the people in front of you just fucking stop. You did that one last time. Did I? Almost positive. All right, pick another I got one. more. I got more. Um, yeah, pick another one. You my kids know, my kids know that's my biggest pet peeve. I'm like, why are you stopping in front of me? Why are you steering me into the side of the road? Um, I hate people who feel it's okay to clip your toenails or fingernails anywhere you are. Clipping oh. your fingernails. I had a boss and in his office I would hear clip, clip, clip. I'm like, now your DNA is fucking everywhere. Then he's walking to the bathroom. Clip. Is in the conference room picking up a bagel. Clip, clip. Oh my God, knock it the fuck off. That is something you do at home over a trash can in the bathroom. I do not need to hear you dropping DNA and whatever you had under your nails, nails? all over this office. Um, he was doing his fingernails while walking around the office. I, I actually wanted- detest the sound of toenails. I hate that sound of anybody clipping their toenails. If Scott ever tries to do that in the bed next to me, <laughs> Oh, oh my God, God, in bed. Ew. Well, no. he holds his foot over the trash can, which is next to the bed, but I'm still like, I hate that sound. <laughs> I hate it. I hate that sound. It's terrible. Yes, I, I hate people who feel it's okay to groom yourself in completely non-grooming areas, arenas, situations. Don't sit at a concert with me tomorrow night and let me hear clip, 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 because I will lose my fucking shit. 
That is not what you do outside of your home, outside of the bathroom, outside of the trash can, or go outside. Go outside in your backyard where nobody could hear. Clip. It's the worst. Hate those people. Then when you find, then when you don't even hear it and you find a pile of them, I'm like, what? What? What is this? Who did this? Why are you doing Who this? Do you hate that? me? Yeah, you find a pile of them places. I guess they thought they would get to it before any other human noticed the horror that they have There wasn't a trash can in the area, so they put them on the nightstand. Thinking about it is making me horribly nauseous. Yes, I hate those people. So that's people I hate for today. Hey, uh, I don't know if you heard this, but the uh, ABC couldn't give away that Roseanne money. So they decided to start a new show in the fall called The Connors. Love it. And my thing is that I want them to like kill off Roseanne in a horrible, horrible way. So how could we kill off Roseanne like in a horrible way? Well, she's about to have knee surgery, so they're just going to have her die under the anesthesia, I'm sure. Well, she was also have she was also addicted to opiates when when we last left her, wasn't she? Wasn't she taking and and abusing? Well, they were yes. mixing. They she were could mixing have an stuff. Overdose. Yes. Yes. They set her up for a couple of different deaths, didn't right? they? Right. There are a yes. couple of ways that See, she could I go. I want her like to grab the washing machine and have the washing machine short out and like electrocute her, like something like that, or the dishwasher. She goes to stick her hand or something like that, or maybe like a a, a fall or something, like but something horrific. Like her one death needs no to be one horrific. ways to kill Roseanne. Yes. Let's have another segment. <laughs> well, here's the thing: if I was ABC, I was going to say we're going to kill off Roseanne in the fall. And send in your suggestions on how you'd like to see her go. And the best one gets to come to the taping, and that's how we do it. I think that's great. I'd love a good contest. I think that's great. We should have a contest for our listener, too. Which is? <laughs> I don't who, know. Who are we'll we killing up. off of the show? Well, hey, there's only three of us. I was going to say, who goes? 33% chance it's me. I don't no, need I think that. 33% chance it's wow. me. I don't like that. I don't like it at all. Why are we killing off people on this show? That's what I was saying. That's why I was asking. No, I want a different kind of contest, not one to kill one of us. But um, yeah, I love that idea of of having a contest to kill her off. Well, then let's have a contest of the best uh, people that we hate. If you use Twitter or Facebook or the email address, which is... Tell us who you hate. What's the email address? make a day to talk about you. Our e- well, I don't get the email. Just us. Brilliant observations at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yes. Brilliant so observations. In. Yes, you do. You don't get it? No. Oh, I can well, forward it to you if you want. That's fantastic. Yeah. I would like it if we had more emails to forward. Anybody? But, from, you know, we have any Twitter indeed. interaction? Anybody from Twitter say anything about us for the last episode mm. or anything? We have a mm. consistent fan who comments, but no, I don't think it was about last. No, we don't. We need to get better about... Listen, if you're listening to this show and I see the numbers, so I know you're out there, could you please share it on your favorite social media and just let people know that you like it, even if it's in secret, so that we can maybe grow our audience a little bit. That would be amazing. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I I have a topic for the advice, not that you asked my opinion, but... Oh, good. I can't I'm wait. I'm going to give it to you anyway. Yes. Cannot so wait. It. Let's have it. So I know someone whose child travels with a... Um, Sports. A, a soccer team, but they okay. travel and do all these competitions, tournaments. They travel and do tournaments, and they go mm-hmm. far, which is why I did not further encourage my children to work hard at sports because I don't need to be driving three states away to stay in a hotel with 60 other families 
I don't need that nonsense. So this this group is super big and tight and loud and awesome. And while traveling for her daughter's soccer thing, she has groups of moms. There are different levels of players done grouped by age. So she's got a couple of girls in different groups. And she knows all of these people. You constantly travel together. So in her, she's got friends and acquaintances because you're all part of a team. And it's it really is a team where somebody will go shopping and get enough, you know, oranges or gorp, good old raisins and peanuts for everybody. <laughs> is that um, why it's gorp? Yeah. Good old I thought it was grapes. On, or, no, you're right. Good old raisins. And, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so so it's really a, a family kind of all the foods in the trough. When this these people are done with a the game, they come into the trough and they just rotate. It's lovely. All the parents drink like crazy and crash in hotel rooms and play in the pool when they're not on the field playing soccer. Soccer. Um, so <laughs> so soccer, damn it. Soccer. So- football. So it turns out here's the bottom line. Sitting with a, an acquaintance friend, uh, another parent who's a tight friend of yours everybody brings all their stuff she left her purse on a chaise lounge next to three three chaises down which my mother was here to chaise better chase chase um and it was stolen her purse was stolen and it's not just a purse it's like a bucket louis vuitton louis vuitton it's a louis vuitton Vuitton. thank you sharon so it's the super expensive person. And because you're traveling in there is not only your wicked expensive key fob for your Porsche sitting in the in the lot, but there's your jewelry bag that you have with you because you're out in the hot sun. So you've pulled off your spanking diamond earrings and your engagement and wedding and all of your rings go in this. Ba- like it's a big bucket bag of all of your travel shit, like all of the best of your mm-hmm, missing. It's totally missing. Oh, It's missing. What do you mean it's missing? We're all here under this tent because it's Africa hot out here and everybody's playing hard. And how did that happen? Well, it was stolen. It wasn't just missing. Somebody didn't forget to put it in the back of your truck. It's it's it was stolen. And and they know it was stolen because there's a video. There's a video replay of how it was stolen. And it wasn't stolen by an employee or a staff member. It was stolen by another mom (gasps) on... (laughs) I love you, John. It was stolen by another mom. Not by the opposing team. Not Not by somebody who was leaving the field when you were getting there. It was stolen by a mom who traveled with you to get to this event. Somebody you know. You're a fucking dick. (laughs) someone you know peripherally but someone you know and I mean not that you asked my opinion but but what do you do with that it turns out they said to this other parent are you out of your fucking mind that's what they should have said (laughs) to that parent but what they really said was first it was like a, a blanket text message has anyone seen this we all left the field maybe it got caught in someone else's piles of shit uh, please, please, please. Everything I own is in this bag. Please let me know. Nothing. Crickets, God, crickets. I can't believe then, it. then it was, let's look at the video. Oh my God, look who did that. Then let's text her directly to say, that's what made you a whore. <laughs> <gasps> Melissa. <laughs> Stop it. Then they texted her that's directly so to say, what, who raised you? A pack of wolves? 
You are using all she's, of my drops. She's all of my lose drops. Her fucking mind in a minute. So <laughs> still ahead, denies sorry. it. Still denies it. Still denies it. Directly confronted, face to face, denies it until it was. We have you on video taking it. We have you on a second video walking away with it. It is you. And then it kind of, her story fell apart and well, some of the things are here and the bag is over here in the trash can or like, I think it started to devolve into, I, I, there was no solid, yeah, I took it. Here's what happened. I thought you left, like no smart, I thought you left it at the field and I was bringing it along for you. It's like when Isaac steals a cookie and says, I was getting it for you, mommy. Like it's she none said of that. that. She really she, did that? She didn't say that. She did not have what Isaac would have done. She didn't. She just said, here's this. I don't know where this is. Maybe somebody stole this from the trash can where I dropped it. So maybe what? somebody else is who you're looking for. Like it just devolved. Like it just fell apart it's completely. Nonsense, right? So what it happened? Was, did someone go to the police? Yes, but not because they chose, but because the security said, this is a theft. It is our job to report the theft. So here I'm reporting it. So they reported it. The police came. They're they're showing mug shots of people to see if they can recognize people that are involved. And these are people that you travel with every weekend for tournaments for, I don't know, 12 out of 12 months. So this is your family. This is your group. This is your tight, whatever, support system. Well, one leg of this chair that you're sitting on, it just fell out. Oh fell my off, God. broke. So the woman recovered her stuff mm-hmm. and did not press charges. What? Yeah, she didn't press charges. I mean, what? Because, <laughs> because the culprit is a single mother and on, she has this one little girl who's on this team as a single mother. And they did not want to punish the daughter for the criminal acts of mom. I but know, it, but how are you going to continue to have your shit on the bus with this person? Not that you asked my opinion, but should they? Should they have her on the bus? It should have, it should have said, listen, sorry, you're going to have to go somewhere else because well, you can't be safe. here. You can't be here. You robbed another parent. That is the only thing that could be lower than that is if you stole something from one of the children. That's the How only thing. How old is she? Lower. I'm just curious. Not I'm going to guess she's in her 40s. I'm going to guess oh this woman's God. in her 40s. She's got a great job. She's, what? She's got a great job. She is not poor by any means. You There's to travel, to play travel soccer, travel any basketball, travel lacrosse, travel anything. It's expensive. It is so expensive. You're paying for, and the equipment you pay for, it's just really expensive. Well, I mean, Winona Ryder got caught shoplifting and she's made a comeback. So that's, so. Does my, that mean anything this, to anybody? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this friend crowdsourced, what do you do? I could I never look at that How woman you? again without saying, you know, stay away from her. She's a, she's a pariah now. She's a virus. Right. I don't care if she's so, a single mom. Yeah. I mean, if that happened in the pre-K in his class. I would be very uncomfortable leaving Isaac's stuff there with right. this parent. I would expect them to dismiss her and her child, even though her child didn't do anything. Yeah, sorry. So you're, you're both bo- you're booting her. Oh, yeah. I think oh, so. Yeah. Because I don't think it's fair for the kids to feel like they can't have their stuff around that mother. I mean, there's a lot of interaction. There's a lot of trust 
It's a violation of that trust. The only other thing you can do is be so passively, aggressively an asshole to the woman that she quits. No, I I don't think I could do it. It's not my job to trace somebody. So, like, remember Isaac was having a problem with that kid? Yes. Well, he was finally, after a year's worth of trying to work with him and change the behavior and find, you know, he was finally dismissed. He was, he was, it was suggested that another school would be more appropriate. And I knew it wasn't just, you know, he stopped bothering with Isaac and started bothering with another kid who complained. And I mean, it was a mess, but like the father sent an email to all the parents saying, thank you for your patience with our child. And, you know, we still belong to the JCC. We'll still see you at the pool. We don't want this to be, you know, a break in our community. And thank you, thank you, thank you. And I was, and I wrote him back, even though he never responded back to me. And I was like, you know, I've been in the same position. I know how you feel. I wish you luck. It's not an easy road. And it's not. But like, it's also not fair that my son comes home and screams at me to get out of his face because that's where he learned that at school right. or I don't want you or go away or shut up. Like he's gotten all kinds of terrible behaviors from this child and it's upsetting. So, um, yeah, other parents started to be like, we've been dealing with this for two years. How much longer? Um, so, so in, this is in a this, flip-flop. But this is a, a mom. Right. And similarly, I mean, you're right. I mean, it's you don't want to kick the kid out of school, but like maybe it's a, a different soccer, parent come and pick them up. It's a soccer this team. Tournament team. This wildly competitive It's the travel that team. makes me uncomfortable. Right. Like, right. Because I could pick up your kid at your house and you don't even have to come and steal our shit. I could pick your kid up and I could take him or I could. Yeah, she would be banned. Still- she would be banned from all events, the mother. And if the child could get there with somebody else, the child could still play. Yeah. That's what I would do. You so know, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I agree. I'm going to agree that it's not appropriate for her to be there, nor would she want to, because it's such a small community. Everybody's going to be talking shit about her. And there's no way to get out of this. Life sucks dick. But But I also feel like why? Because you can't rob from your friends and get caught. Because you can never get past any mistake you made. Because you you can't feel a Louis Vuitton. If you pee your pants in second grade, you're the pants peer for the rest of your life. All right, hold on. There's a difference between uncontrollably peeing your pants or something like that. And willfully, as an adult, stealing from somebody else, then getting caught, no remorse, no apology. Turns no... out it was four felonies. The amount of shit she stole, well, yeah, it was the four Porsche felonies. Keys, yeah. yeah, she could have I mean, she could have been doing time over this. They had her dead to rights. Right. You know, this they lady, had video, video. Yeah, this lady could you know, forget about the not going to soccer game. She could have not. You know, her kid could be in foster care or with the father now. If it wasn't Which, for who knows what would be worse. Yeah. You know, so, so my, right. Go ahead. I'm just saying it's like uh, you, how much of a break can you give somebody when right, someone does something? Out. So I'm sorry. That's so to break somebody's trust like that. If you yeah. needed money and you said if you probably pulled somebody aside and said, hey, listen, I'm having a problem. They would open their checkbook willingly and help you. But to take and steal from your friends, the people okay. that you hang with. But. I don't think she needed money. Let's start there. This is why I think, yes, she should not be allowed to travel with you. I agree. I agree. I agree. But this woman has a problem. Yeah. They don't think they don't think this is the first time she's doing this. They obviously, because she just had such clear, she's a egregious clip, behavior, she has a problem. And I kind of feel like when people have problems like this, 
I don't think the best thing to do is totally ostracize her from your group. I mean, this woman needs help. She's raising a daughter, son, whatever. She's raising a child. She needs help. So, yes, mm-hmm. she should not be trusted. Whose responsibility is it should- to help her? I don't know. I think everything's my responsibility. If uh, if humans are involved and they have issues, I definitely feel, I don't know, if there if there was something I could do, I would make it my responsibility. I don't know that there's anything I could do. What could but, you do? Right. Well, I told there's this only one of person mine, that can help her, and it's her. Mm-hmm. Will this be the rude awakening she needs? Having her kid told you can't play soccer with us anymore. Having her because you you can't come here with your mother. She is not trustworthy. And I mean, their kid their kids were there when it happened. It was nighttime. There were people there. It's not like it's not already spread like wild, wildfire. Everybody knows. I mean, what do you do? Monica Lewinsky came back and she had the most scandalous of stories. And she didn't have a horror story of something egregious that she did other than be young and horny. See, it's funny. I think that— Haven't we all been young and horny? I think it's Bill that was the one that had the comeback. I think uh, Monica was a victim. I think she was a victim of somebody that— Totally a victim. She was totally a victim. She also had that She really doesn't have anything to come back from, to be quite honest. She's got 20-something. How could she— and America treated her like a fucking leper yep. and sent she her get and w- a date. was horrible right. to her where I would have changed my name and moved to Alaska. I would have moved like, to anywhere. Not even Alaska. You'd have to go to like Spain and just be Spanish. You can't outrun that. She should have moved to Israel where they speak Hebrew. It would yeah. Anything would have been better. And you can't outrun the long arm of the Hummer. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you right. should though be able to. You should. She no, was suicidal again. too. I mean, that's a sad story. Well, he, it's I mean, horrible what what society did to her and on a much smaller level. The, this woman is not going to be able to well, get over the. She's not really the victim either. She's, she's a, not, but adult. she can't stay there. Right? She did it. Something's wrong with her. People don't do that. Normal, straight headed. Something is wrong with her. Well, she needs. If she's she wealthy, needs, then that's true. Because I used all to wealthy. put diapers on the bottom of my grocery cart and then pray that the person didn't notice they were there because I was too broke to afford them. That's stealing from the man. I think there's a difference. Still between makes me stealing feel from the man at Walmart who burn who bans books and doesn't keep track of firearms and ammunition sold. To the difference between being in a com- tight community of people with whom you travel on the regular and stealing f- over 40 grand worth of shit from True. somebody you know. Including the keys to an extremely fucked expensive up. car. That right Which, there by the is way, a couple felonies. You know, to just replace that fob is a, a hot mess of a <laughs> That's nightmare. True. That's the worst. That's a very good point. So, but I mean, that's that's different. I I. I in college stole salt and pepper shakers from my apartments. You know, I from restaurants. My aunt Shirley could not have gotten through life without lifting sweet and low from every restaurant she's ever entered. And the little tiny jellies. Like if you want to know what we found going through my nana's apartment when she died, all the frozen milks and all the everything that they've lifted from the man, but to steal from someone you know, someone who's trusted you to be put in a position is disgusting and that's something that's very different than your your pampers and your poverty pampers like that's different this woman's got a job she paid a fortune for this for this spot on this elite team to it's just it's different it's very different but i think she which is why because she didn't need the money i think she has a problem she needs a program she needs to seek help for what she's doing because she's going to ruin 
she got away with murder this time. John's right. Her kid could be in foster care. She has to have that rude awakening. She needs to stop it. It's clearly not the first time. It was a superb choice of bag and everything in it. So even if it was your bag, it's still a felony. I want her with a thousand dollar phone in there. I I do. I want someone to say it's usually in my pants. So stealing my pants would be Mm. the felony. Um, I want, hey, I want someone to (laughs) write her in two weeks and say, Janice, are you okay? I know. Janice. I think I love you, Janet. Where um, are you? <laughs> are we doing Rocky Horror right now? <laughs> How could we not? How could we not? Never I seen that. Somebody to, oh, I want somebody what? For real? Never what? seen a Rocky Horror Picture Show. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. What the hell? What? Damn it, Janet. I think I love you. Um, but what am I so afraid? No, now we're getting off track. Totally different one. Yep. I want somebody to reach out to her because she needs help. And everybody wants to wipe their hands and walk away and say, dude, you fucked up. I don't want to be around you. I want somebody to say, you fucked up. I don't want you around my stuff. Are you OK? Melissa, what? Uh, don't you think that's a little bit? I wouldn't be doing that. Who's I would say you fucked that? up. What? Maybe when you what go if she find punches your new you friends. in the face for accusing her of something she says she didn't do? Well, I think she what makes turned you think in that the... a person who would do such a thing is rational in any capacity. How about an email then? Instead of reaching out, how about sending an email that says, I. What if this crazy person decides to blame you for trying to pin it on them? Crazy person. She was caught. She had the bag. She they were. Listen, listen. I just saw a a literal interview of a cnn reporter who caught amy kremer in a lie about obama taking children away during the administration she heard the footage of the guy saying no we have never done that it was never part of the plan if that happened we would quickly rectify it and she still didn't believe it so it's the new truth is that what you're saying facts aren't facts anymore in this new world in which we live the, the president has shown us if you deny something long enough then it becomes true. How many tweets do you think he's going to have to write where it says this is a decades old problem before people just start to go, it's a decades old problem. Like it's almost as if if he speaks it enough times, he thinks it will happen. It's not Beetlejuice is what you're saying. Well, Stop doing she this. She could probably just keep saying, I mean, a hospitalization be damned. She'll just keep saying it. My right. daughter did that. Crazy people do that. How many times do you think she told people she was black before her girlfriend showed up here and wanted to know where the black people were? <laughs> I mean, it's nuts, but it's, I mean, I mean, crazy people who steal also will deny it. I'm assuming. Of course they will. I you mean, know, for you're, whatever you're reason. upset because I'm suggesting you write her off. Yeah. And that makes yeah, you just, sad. But who's going to, she's obviously got a problem. That's and I yes, she it's, does. It's her problem. She has a problem. It's her problem to figure out and fix. But the but the friend, the friend who whose son is innocently victim. playing this sport or daughter is is playing this sport without any kind of like remorse. She, should, she certainly shouldn't get involved. The kids certainly can't. I mean, do the kids know this happened? I mean, everybody knows it. Yes, because once kids know, everybody is knows. So girl it's being ostracized it. because of the mother. I don't know. It's spreading like wildfire. Literally, as we speak, it's everywhere. The phone calls, the text messages. It's it's oh like God. a real a real. Don't you fire. think that's enough for them to just skip town? Do you have would, to be like, can I introduce you to my mental health friend? <laughs> like I said, she's got a good job. 
She's got, I mean, she's someone that is in the community. I mean, it's not, she's in a private school and I I don't know, it's going to be a. I also think from my experience that people, you may be, you're a teacher and an educator, people in general just want the offending party to go away. They don't want to have to deal with it. They don't want to have to fix it, heal it, help it. They just want it to go away so they can go back to living their very busy and important lives. And forget that we were breached. Our security was breached. Let's build no, our cocoon back up. No, I'm sure they're going to want this person to go away, which is what the, John and I not, are saying. It's not security. It's trust. You can't trust that person. If you can't trust that right. person, you can't have a friendship with that person. You want to reseal your cocoon it's not where even you thought about you were friendship. safe. Fuck friendship. I don't want to leave. I don't want to fall asleep with my purse on my lap around this person. They're right. traveling. It's not the same as drop off and pick up. Right. They're traveling. I mean, that's right. like I, I, I'd have to sleep with one eye open, which is <laughs> well, stop hard. Falling, I need a toothpick to hold it open. Stop falling asleep drunk at the pool and you will not have to sleep with one eye open. I wish that would happen. Oh, I don't know. I know you feel sad about it. And I know you're a I little miss help everyone and their mom. But like, I just feel badly that she has a, a serious problem. It's again, on a smaller level, it's one thing. But if she's risking... The level, the risk, your level of risk walking out of Target with those pampers was, oh my God, I totally forgot they were on the bottom of the thing, it's over. True, Her true. level of risk is, had to be understood on some level that these are people who, it's just much higher. It's just wildly higher with wildly. with people that, wildly, um, with people that trust you, that, that you trust, that mm, that's all gone. Mm. And that's devastating. Like mm-hmm. that's. I would move, but I, Stuart comes home from work every day and he says, you know, I, yeah, well, he says, ah, what a shitty day. I'm like, are we moving? And I'll go right on realtor.com and I'll say, where are we going? Where do you want to go? I'm willing to go. What's wrong with you? I'm willing to go anywhere. I don't care. I will always move. Are you so bored that you need to move? I am so not rooted in any one place anymore that I'm willing to move. But you have the nicest synagogue I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a lovely community. There are lots of them out there. It's lovely. And that's nothing that's going to... My children are the only things that would keep me somewhere. And I've got, what, three years, four years left, and then I'll go anywhere. Mm. Mm. Interesting you say that. Why? Because I have, you know, the same thing. Oh. I might be, you know, if I could go somewhere else. You have a lot of children, though. Right. So where where could I go? You know, I can't go. You you have deep roots here. As long as you can take your children... Can you go, though? That's the question. Uh, They're going to go. They're going to Where go. Are they're they're going to leave you. How do you know? You don't know. They could move all over the place. So I mean, that's what me and my sister did, but most right, children don't do that. Right. So you never know. Scott and Laura didn't move. They moved two miles away from their parents. Right. They must have had nicer parents than we did. They John. didn't. That's why it's scary. <laughs> I think it's a codependency, not, I don't think it's a healthy thing that they stuck around. So, I think but that's the other thing. thing with your people I hate. So this person that you hate, Probably, I mean, has a narcissistic personality disorder. Guess what? Mm-hmm. That could use some help too. I mean, no. and the only and repercussions are the only way to get somebody to seek help. Meaning, if they had press charges or getting yeah. thrown out of this soccer club, or I, there are just True. you. Ha- there have to be consequences for your actions. I definitely support that, but there's a reason you did those actions, and it's because you have a disorder that needs to be. I don't know. Address? Are you addressing it? You might just be an asshole. No, because those people don't address their disorder. (laughs) What if you're just an asshole? 
What if you she's won't just see an those asshole? people? There's no such thing. I don't thing. know. I don't One know. Those but yeah, people, there is. No, there's there no. are. There are people like that the are person just, at Arby's, the yeah. Arby's woman. Yeah, there could be people who are just permanent assholes. We all know one. You think right now, dear listener? I mean, I know a lot of think, them. Think, and you'll you'll a, a list will form in your head of people that are you know. I know a lot of them, but people are not. They don't have a disorder. They weren't mistreated. And all the help in the world will not help them from being an asshole. I could be on your list. If you can't think of a person in your life who is just a complete vile person, it's you. I can. It's you. Of course I can. But I'm also smart enough and I know enough about the brain to know that it's impossible that that person is evil to all people, that someone out there is a person that is thankful that that monster exists. I don't know who. I don't know why. He's a serial killer, but he does make a very good tomato sandwich. Look at Charles right. Manson. I mean, he had all those followers that, that like were willing to murder for him. I mean, that's sick with and the, crazy, but it's, you know, mutton, he was their sa- the, savior. He made a delicious mutton sandwich with the mutton sliced real, real thin. thin. Yeah, and, and the tomato. Just very tasty. Mm, delicious. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody all right. is all evil. It's just, impo- it's it's humanly, if any listeners impossible. made it to this part of the podcast right now. I know a lot of assholes. You and I know some assholes. In co- both of us know some assholes in common. In fact, that we don't like, that we've never liked. But there are people that I know that are married mm-hmm. to people that I don't like. But it doesn't mean that they, the person who married them thinks that they're terrible. We just are smarter than them. Okay. All right. I'm uncomfortable. I didn't think anybody could make me uncomfortable, but here we are. This person who I'm discussing, who I can't stand, who's a narcissist, was with a narcissist, another one, for five years who did nothing but spend her money, use her, hit her, run out on her, wreck her car, ruin her credit. He did terrible things. He's now in J-A-I-L. But what's his good qualities? Who loved him? What's his nice? What, what's the nice part about that guy? Because he sounds like there's he probably a lovely side. He has a daughter who doesn't want him to be a bad dad, and who is hoping that someday he will wise up and be a good daddy. And he's been a good daddy to her, even though he's not been a good daddy at all. Okay. Right. All right. Where's the readout? What are we well, doing here? It's a lot. <laughs> Good it's God. not. It's a no. Listen, I'm sorry to disappoint the both of you. I didn't know, Melissa, that you were such a black and white thinker. No, I, I'm the one You're who not. wants to get help. You want to help I'm this not. nut job get right. help? I am not. Listen, I, am not a I black can and white sit here thinker. and say people are n- neither all good or all bad, and still right. not want to help them. That's where your problem lies. You want to help these people get better. I want you her need to, to get back help. off, lady. Just I want her to get help. Yeah. All right. Well, then, away. yeah. I, you know what? I Listen, want her to get help, too. If that's true, I then I would have to tell my hated person to go get help. And I already told that person to grow up and learn how to apologize like a normal person. And that didn't go well. Dear listener, all this popping in your ears. I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm spitting. She's passionate. She's passionate. I'm sorry. Good I'm goodness sorry, gracious. John. I, I got to find that thing or order another hey, one. There's seven. Dear listener, thank you so much for sticking with us. You are the best. We celebrate you today for staying. Just let's also let me just also say this: as much as we hate our current president, he is a ten-year-old little boy who loves him. Yeah. No one is all evil to all people. He has five children, and they all seem to like him. They may uh, be disillusioned. Ask Eric and Tiffany if they really feel that way. <laughs> <laughs>
How many different or women does he have five children? Still plotting the homicide of Ivanka and three. And John Jr. Three. Oh, Eric was from uh, the 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 Eric, first wife. Yes, yes. Okay. He's the youngest, and then there was three Tip. different wives. Yeah. P.S. And then just keep in mind, if Obama had five children with three different wives, our if country would been, never. No fucking Our way. country never would have elected him no president. Way. Never. No fucking never. way. I just hear say, you. I'm just saying. I'm just Poor saying. Poor Baron. He loves. Read us out, baby. Read us out, baby. Thank you so much for listening to <laughs> Brilliant Observations. This is the pod shell in a nutcast. If you are not going to try and kill me in my sleep and you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, you can do so at Listen Brilliant. You can also send us feedback at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. What else? Thank you guys so much for listening. I am sorry that I seem to have offended my co-host. <laughs> Nobody's offended. I don't know Everybody's what else to fine. say except... My asshole's trying to tear a hole in the seat cover here. I'm so uncomfortable. And that's the end of the show. Please find us at brilliantobservations.com. Love you guys. See you soon. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.